This is the Crisis Point Podcast. I'm Rob Dinsmore. This is episode 5. Music by Scott Buckley. The Recovery. Athletes spend a lot of time in recovery. If you're distance training, sprint training, weight training, you're working on things like muscle strength, lung capacity, the ability of your quick-fire muscle cells to, to fire quickly even without all the oxygen they need sometimes. All of these phases of training add up. In fact, they are traumatic for your body. They leave cells damaged, joints inflamed. I myself was MNX rower. After sprints, I could taste the blood in my throat and in my airways that come up after a really hard exertion. So how, why do athletes deal with all of this? Well, if they went non-stop and trained 100% all the time, or even 50% all the time, they'd destroy their bodies. But when you add one critical factor, these all become healthy, productive components of good, solid training. So what is that added factor? It's recovery. Sleep, uh, light or low-impact muscle exercise to get the lactic acid out of your muscles. Eating good food, drinking lots of water. And rest and sleep. And while recovery sounds good, it's not the same as vegging out or going out partying. It's not lying comatose on the sofa watching endless box sets or... You know, if you're like me, tempted to revisit Breaking Bad for the 101st time. Recovery is intentional. It looks at the work done, which is oftentimes traumatic on the athlete's body. And it adapts the body to prepare for the next stress, the next trauma, the next training activity. Well, I want to tell you something. Prayer life is exactly like this. When, when we're undergoing long, sustained stress or trauma, and this is true for many of us in lockdown during the COVID crisis, whether it's illness, isolation, financial problems, relationship problems, you can either choose to engage nonstop where you're always fighting these things in your head, or you can recover Prayer is a kind of recovery. You know, recovery prayer is intentional. It aims to address each of the stresses or traumas in our life and commit them to the broader, deeper experience of our spiritual life. You know, you can look at the comparison between panic prayer and recovery prayer. Every Sunday I go out on the seafront here in Torbay and I set up a, a, a prayer station just says got a banner that says free prayer and people can come and stop and a lot of times people would just chat and and some people come and pray and they find me there. Serge came and stopped last Sunday and he spoke with me about the difficult time he'd been having throughout lockdown. You see, he's a carer and he'd been looking after elderly people who some of whom had had COVID. And he said before I went to work every day, I'd get in the car and I'd 
and I touch the crucifix that was hanging from the rearview mirror, and I just pray, God, keep me safe. But he said most of the time he spent those weeks in a state of heightened anxiety, of panic. You know, he'd pray that prayer, and that was kind of it. And he hoped that God would protect him, and but that was it. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't focused. If it's intentional, prayer means you're growing in it. You're not always picking up where you left off. You're not repeating yourself all the time. Which means it looks more like a process than it does a broken record. And so recovery prayer is a conversation. You know, there's room for growth. And that means giving space for God to speak and to respond to what you're saying or asking. Just like athletes have dialogue with their trainers, their coaches, even their own bodies. You know, they're listening and to their own bodies, what their bodies are saying all the time. We pray at our best with full effect when we're in dialogue with our own spirit and with God. Another thing is expectation. What are our expectations when we pray? They should be growth, moving on, getting stronger, recovering our spiritual, mental, and physical health. This is particularly after a trauma. So if you want to pray effectively, you have to commit to a plan. Because praying is hard, actually, sometimes. You know, a lot of times you just rather do something else. The times we do pray, we find that we have, if we haven't committed to a routine, we've backed ourselves into a corner, you know, against the wall, and we're panicked. So you have to tone your prayer practice. Like a muscle, prayer needs to be used every day, and you have to commit to a regular time and place where you talk to Jesus. And you need a plan. You need inspiration. You need support. You need to, to have a group of folks around you who are committed to the same plan, what we call that church. You know, and, and, and out of church, there are other groups that come up, like life groups and things like that, that you can get involved with. But essentially, you need folks around you who are going to inspire you and motivate you. And the other part of that is God needs to inspire, inspire you. And that's that is through the Bible. That's through reading the Bible. Now, if you're like Serge, he, he had tried a few times. He had started at Genesis, and I think he got to Judges before he gave up. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, you know, don't go, you don't go into the gym and load in all the weights uh, on, onto, the, onto the bar and then hope it all works out for the best if it's your first time. My recommendation to Serge and my recommendation to you is go to, go to the book of John. Love the book of John. It's so accessible. It's beautiful to read. And it sums up, in a sense, Jesus' mission on earth, both at that time and now in your life. Make things easy on yourself if you're starting out. You know, it's no coincidence that Paul compares faith to, to, a, to a race, to, a, to an athletic endeavor. 
We need training. We need discipline. And we need to be intentional about our recovery when we come out of lockdown. To deal with all the traumas, the loss, the grief, we need to process and grow and recover and be stronger. So here's my prayer for you. That as you head into this post-lockdown, that you don't forget what's happened. But at the same time, you recover and your prayer life grows. And I'm praying for you guys. I've been praying for you guys. Keep praying.